listeners, welcome back to NBN Entertainment and happy week seven of the quarter. I'm Morgan Smith, and today we are going to talk about super fans. There's no one right way to define or even be a super fan. It simply requires a fascination or passion for something that makes your heart swell with joy. Frankly, I describe myself as a super fan of pizza bagels. But on this episode, we're going to talk to a couple of wildcats who are super fans in the traditional sense of celebrities and art. We'll hear about chance encounters, euphoria erupting from super fandom, and the things these fans have gained from geeking out over their obsessions. Stay tuned for more. The first super fan I spoke with was Jeanne, a Weinberg junior from Los Angeles who discovered her affinity for criminals when she started watching the cult TV series Criminal Minds at the tender age of 13. Matthew Gray Googler was probably like my first celebrity crush and he's like 30, 35, so it was a little odd. My parents were like, why him? But I was just like, he's really dorky in the show. He's really smart. She had also spoke to me about an almost chance encounter she had with the cast and why the show has been so important to her. I was a senior in high school. I was outside running like around my neighborhood and I saw like a ton of like set trucks and like trailers and stuff and I was like why are they filming in an Atwater village like it's like the most random place so like I was just like whatever like it's fine they'll see me in like the background but then I turned on the tv like a couple months later like I was a I was in college and it was a new episode of Criminal Minds and then the setting was Atwater Village California and I recognized like the corner that they like filmed at it was literally where I went running but I didn't like go to like the set because I was like whatever it's like probably like a stupid show but it was Criminal Minds so you narrowly missed the opportunity to be an extra in Criminal Minds or just to like meet them and I think it also influenced my life because I was like 12 or 13 when I was watching this show and it was about like you know people dying and like serial killers and stuff so I think it became like very disillusioned and like a little pessimistic about the world um just like thinking like you know, the human mind is capable of, like, really terrible things. Next, I spoke with Ben Bomier, a School of Com sophomore from Wisconsin, about his first true love, the British rock band Coldplay. My dad, like, when we got, like, iTunes and stuff, like, my dad always had like a few Coldplay songs that would like show up on several of his playlists. So there were a a few Coldplay songs like early on that I would like regularly hear growing up without really knowing in my head or like putting together that like, oh, that's a Coldplay song. But those songs kind of like stuck with me. Um, And there were other ones I like experienced. um, I'm trying to think. I'm like a, we had like a video cassette for like Monsters Inc or something and like on that there was like a trailer for this like Peter Pan movie that had clocks in the trailer so like every time we put that in I would hear that song what else oh yeah I had like a Guitar Hero game that had uh, a Shiver by Coldplay on it so there was like a, a few of their like earlier songs that really like stuck with me but Ben credits a special day in eighth grade when everything clicked for him and his love of Coldplay uh, it was, like, before choir at school one day. And one of my friends was, like, at the piano and started playing, like, the riff at the start of Clocks on the piano. Like, the... And then, like, as soon as I heard it, it was, the it was like, one of those things where, like, you hear a song that you haven't heard in a long time and it's very suddenly, like, blast from the past. And, like, I heard that and I was like, what song is that? And uh, she said, oh, it's Clocks by Coldplay. So then I went home and, like, looked it up and I'm like, damn. 
they did like all these songs that like I knew from my childhood and really liked but hadn't connected until now. The peak of his fandom was when Ben was able to meet his musical heroes face-to-face during a Coldplay concert at Soldier Field. So Soldier Field is like an open, you know, there's no ceiling or anything. (laughs) So that night leading up to then, there was this horrible, like, biblical level thunderstorm. Oh, no. Um... And, you know, like, we're just, like, in the Uber on the way there and, like, on the way to dinner. I'm, like, biting my whole fingers off. I'm just, like, anxious as hell because um, I'm, like, you know, I've been looking forward to this for so long. Like, I this cannot get, like, canceled or anything. Um, there was, like, a little window of time, like, kind of, like, starting at, like, 8.39 p.m. where the storm stopped. And so that, like, as soon as it stopped, they let everybody into the stadium. It took, it took them, like, a while for, like, everybody to get in their place. But they had this, like, perfect little window where the storm, like, went away. And they, like, did the show. And, like, it, it was literally a miracle that, like, that happened and that they had that window. And then, like, they started the show. They were doing the show. So, like, we get, like, most of the way... We get a good portion of the way through the show. And it's, like, kind of... It's starting to rain again. And it, it, it's just getting, like, worse and worse kind of as each song goes on. And, like, you can start to see thunder overhead. Um, eventually it gets to the point where they finish a song and there's like this and Chris Martin the lead singer he like says to everybody he's like okay like we gotta talk to our crew people here for a second like thank you for your patience everybody um so then you see like the band and they're like talking to this crew guy and he comes back and he says okay we're gonna have to evacuate the stadium you know cause it's like it's not safe there's this thunderstorm and he's like oh, we've like never been in this situation before I don't know like should we do one more song like let's let's do one more song let's do uh Sky Full of Stars so then they do immediately they like Skyfall of Stars, like, the opening, like, track starts, um, and, you know, they've got, like, the stage, they've got this, like, walkway sticking out from the stage, like, Chris just, like, goes out to the middle of that walkway, like, in the middle of the rain and everything, and he's just, like, dancing his ass off for the song, he does not even care it's raining, nobody cares it's raining, we're all just, like, giving it everything we've got, because we know this is it, this is the last song of the show, and, like, yeah, it, like, sucked that that show got cut short, but, like, that memory in particular was, like, very special and very magical. Well, there you have it, folks. Super fandom knows no bounds. It's a lifelong, full-time job. This is only part one of an NBN series about super fans on campus, so stay tuned for the second installment covering Wildcat Passions. Again, I'm Morgan Smith, and thanks for tuning in to NBN Entertainment. <laughs>